Welcome, everybody, to She's All Booked, a podcast for book lovers and avid readers. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. We're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. Chat about and analyze. Sometimes overanalyze. The books we're currently reading. Sometimes we're on the same page. And sometimes our pages differ. But either way, we always have an opinion about what we've read. By the way, we're real people. With real families. So you may hear cats. Dogs. Birds. Babies. Or husbands. So enjoy the bonus material. Now let's get booked. Booked. Listeners, stick around at the end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Hey, 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 listeners. If you're enjoying our podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred streaming service to help us reach more listeners and spread the word about our podcast. Before we get started, we want to include some trigger warnings. This book and the following discussion will include topics of suicide, stalking, and murder. So please be aware of that before you proceed. Also, this is just a reminder that we have a non-spoiler discussion first, and we'll announce when we will be getting into the spoiler portion of our discussion beforehand. Hey. Hi, welcome back. Yeah, what's up? Uh, Nothing, since I just talked to you for two hours. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) We were bad again. We we talked for two hours, literally. And I love how beforehand, too, we were like, all right, let's make sure that we do this from like, let's say 12 to 2. And then we started at 2. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just so you know, this, these are the things that go on behind the scenes with us. Yeah, it's true. We, we were like, all right, let's get started. It's literally the time we said we were going to stop. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, though, we didn't rant about the things we usually rant. We had a like pleasant conversation. It's true. Um, the only things that we really ranted about were our dogs. Otherwise, yeah. everybody else was safe <laughs> for <Yeah>. today. <laughs> yeah. And my dogs are being so good right now. I'm looking at them. They're just like curled up sleeping. But this morning I told Jess I was just going to throw them out. I was just going to throw them out the door the cats too i was like you guys suck right now yeah i don't have to throw my dog keanu out the door because he wants to just throw himself out the door apparently his life is so horrendous here that he just can't wait to run away he's a runner he's a runner he's so annoying yeah (laughs) sure they live hard lives you know they can't they they need to run away and find a better life somewhere else please uh, yes. Yesterday morning, all I heard was because you know how Keanu like half barks. Mm-hmm. He's a husky, by the way, so he's not really like a barker. He's more of like a. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> so I hear outside. He never barks. So I hear him outside going. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> so I knew that he was like barking at something. So I go out there and I see both idiots on top of the flower bed. Like okay. we have like you know yeah. the flower pots standing on top of flower pots barking at something in the corner, and I'm like <laughs> something's scared for its life. So I'm like, get in here, you jerks. My neighbors must hate me. I'm like, get in here, jerks. (laughs) So they come in there. I go out there and it's this cute little possum. I was like, leave him alone. Yeah. You know, he's just sitting on the on the top of the fence. Mm -hmm. And he was just in there, like shaking for his life. He was so ugly cute. And I was like, can you leave him alone, please? Like, there's no. What is he going to do to you? He's slow as shit. Can you leave him alone? I know that this was during the day. This was during the day yesterday morning to the point where now every time I have to go out there and make sure I don't see this little guy before Mm. I let them out. They're so annoying. Okay. (laughs) Because at least I know like the other ones take care of themselves. We have like a family of raccoons there too. So they take care of themselves and they run fast. Right. You know, but the the little possum is slow. What's he going to do? They play dead. This happened once when I was, I don't know if I was still living at home or if I was just visiting, but my parents, they let, it was when they had Sebastian, we let Sebastian out and all of a sudden we were like, oh crap, there's a possum. And he went and chased the possum or, you know, went over to it. And then we were able to get him inside and we went and checked me and my dad and it looked like the possum was dead. And we were like, oh no, he killed the possum. We were all upset. So we went inside. My dad was going to like bury him or something. We went back out. The possum was gone. Gone. We were like, they really do play dead. We yeah. believe we believed you. You're a good actor. <laughs> Possums are, are interesting because they're like the one animal that you could touch with your hands and not worry about getting diseases. They don't carry diseases or anything like that. It's pretty wild. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh not that I'm sitting there being like, come on, possum, let's go. <laughs> you know. 
and yeah. carrying them off. But apparently, if you ever find like a little baby possum or something and you don't have gloves or whatever, you could actually pick them up and not worry about anything. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, I would 100% bring it home because I'm a sicko and I would end yeah. up having that as a pet. Yeah. No problem. Also, um, I would like a pet skunk. With the yeah. things, remo- you know, the glands removed. Right. Yeah. Because I don't know if you've seen a baby skunk. Mm-hmm. I have. They're very cute. <laughs> Adorable. Yeah. <laughs> we were also talking about this before we got on with you about the fact that I'm more of a cat person. And I think after my dogs go, I'm just going to have a cat. And I told Alex, maybe some kind of exotic type of animal. Mm-hmm. And by me saying exotic, it means like a bunny or a turtle, which isn't exotic at all. Um <laughs> Uh, we were talking about like mini pigs and and cute stuff like that so that's why we're kind of continuing the conversation here with the snake with with the snake never snake oh i would get a snake i mean i wouldn't be able to feed it yeah that's true i wouldn't be able to do that either. i like snakes i'll hold them and stuff i just i wouldn't be able to feed it 100 percent would not be able to buy little cute mice to feed it to a snake i Mm -mm. couldn't do that either but are turtles legal in new york i thought that they're illegal as pets i don't know Maybe it's Jersey that they're illegal and they're legal in New York. I think I think it's it's one of them. Either New York and New Jersey, they're illegal in one of the states, but legal in the other one. I'm pretty I think, sure. Well, I know in South Carolina, you can have like a bobcat as a pet. Mm, who has um, a bobcat as a pet? A and friend of mine's getting... cousin. A friend of mine's cousin has a bobcat. It's the cutest thing. It's that the sweetest, da- cutest thing. <laughs> no, they dangerous. found it as a kitten. Okay. And they thought they brought it home, thought it was a kitten, like legit kitten. And then it turned out to be a bobcat. Gotcha. Uh, But the bobcat (laughs) lays with the dog. They love each other. It's really cute to the point where I was like, maybe I want a bobcat. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I know. The most annoying one that I want is they have little mini Highland cows. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't seen one of those, please look one up because they are the cutest thing. They're so freaking adorable. I don't know why, but they're just so cute. And then I was telling Alex about how one of the best days of my life was holding baby bunnies. Yeah. So I have issues. I love animals. All right. I can't even eat them. I love them. Yeah. Sad. Aw. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I want all the animals. We, w- we want to read all the books. This is what we learned from our conversation before we got on with you guys today. We want to read all the books and we want all- we want all the animals. That's it. That actually is the perfect summary for our discussion earlier. It was it was two hours of and this book and this book and this book and this animal and this animal and this animal. Right. Basically. <laughs> and and randomly just muffins. Yes. Like that. Because Doug threw on me today that he's like, well, uh, actually, somebody stopping by. And I was like, well, when? And he's like, yeah. I don't know. I was like, well, I got to record. And he's like to like literally like uh, maybe an hour later, he was like, oh, and then this person might stop by. I was like, Jesus, what are you going to give these people to eat? <laughs> and he's like what do you mean they don't need nothing i was like god damn it i'm making muffins yeah so i made muffins because you gotta offer people if you're having people buy you gotta have something always readily available and one of the things i always suggest is you know those delicious cream puffs that you put in the freezer yes i just i used those last week when my friends were over always have them in the freezer yeah. always because you never know who might stop by you take them out a half hour later they're ready you're hilarious yeah <laughs> That's it. You never that's know my who, host. You never know who's going to stop by. I'm going to tell you something. I'm never going to have food just at the ready, just in case someone stops by. Don't just <laughs> don't don't just stop by my house. Do not please. Not because I don't want to see you. I just need to prepare. So don't just stop by my house. No, if you do, I I'm, won't have food ready. It will a, not be a welcoming environment for you. <laughs> it, it's a great you know, uh, alternative. So you don't have to make anything. If you can't make anything or you're tired and somebody's like, I'm going to be there in 15 minutes, literally take those out of the freezer. And another 15 minutes after they're there, boom, you have cream puffs. No, I'm telling you right now, if somebody does that to me, I want them to come into the most unwelcoming environment possible because I don't want them to do it again to me. (laughs) Don't do it to me. I need minimum one hour's notice if you're going to just randomly stop by, but I prefer pre-made plans, please. Look, I, I need five minutes. All right. I need five minutes so I can know what I'm going to serve you and have it ready and do my eyebrows. That's all I care about. <laughs> okay. Give me time to do my eyebrows. That's it. I need I need a while to mentally prepare. I need to mentally prepare myself. I need to prepare my house. I need to prepare my my body, my, you know, put your face on. <laughs> Put on is gonna see people clothes. I, not, I don't care. I'm not gonna see people clothes. <laughs> I don't care about my face. Uh, you know, I need, I need to put eyebrows on. The rest of me, you get what you get. All right? yeah. But I will have food for you. I won't. Don't don't just come here. Do I will have food it. for you, but you know, deal with my face. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who who it is. 
if I'm going to put makeup on or not. If it's yeah. my parents, I, no. But. You know what else is very annoying about me? Um, this is random, but I have, and I'm not lying, I probably have like close to 70 sweatshirts. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> okay. I have so many sweatshirts. I refuse to throw any of them away. Mm. I, I like have color coordinated ones, color coded. All right. The way that they're stored. Mm. I'm annoying. I, however, regardless of the 70 of them, I wear the same five over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Cause Well, some are more comfortable than others. I find that with clothes. Even the same thing with pants. I have like a million pairs of leggings, but there's certain ones that I'm like, these are just more comfortable than all I the know. rest. So I, I have I a whole drawer more. of leggings and wear the same four pairs. Yeah, same. Same. <laughs> I could literally, like, seriously, as I'm saying this, I could easily just like donate the rest of them and like have more space. Yeah. But I won't. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've been working on that this weekend. Yesterday and today, I've been working on literally getting rid of stuff to donate or just to throw out because I'm like, honestly, at this point, it's just taking up space and I need more space. I know. So. Well, some, some things you have to throw out because like you don't donate something that has like 85 holes. No, Nobody of course wants. not. It's hilarious that you say that because last weekend Rob went through all of his shirts and got rid of some because I was like, honestly, like some of your shirts just have holes in them. Like you you don't wear them. Why are they hanging up in your closet? Get rid of them. So he put he put them all in a bag. And for a second, I was like, oh, maybe I should donate these. I feel bad. And then I was like, no, I can't. Because they have, why do, why do they have holes? I don't know. I, I can't know. stand holes. A long time ago, this is like traumatized me. This had to be, I don't know, maybe 12 years ago. A long mm. time ago. Uh, I went out into the kitchen or whatever. Doug was here and obviously, but he didn't live here at the time. Okay. And he had a hole in his goddamn sock. His big toe was sticking yes. out. I was like, what is that? <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean? I was like, get that sock off now. Now. I was like, hand them both to me. And I threw them out immediately. And he was like, well, now I have no socks to go home. And I was like, yeah. I don't really care. You don't wear socks like that. I don't understand. If, I would never wear a sock like no. that in my life. If First I see even the little tiniest hole forming, it's gone. How is it even comfortable? Yeah, If there's a hole in my sock, I want it gone immediately because that's not comfortable. I don't care if it's my favorite socks ever. Yeah. They're getting thrown away if they have a little tiny hole. I can't. Yeah. I can't handle that. I'll know that the hole's there. I'll feel it. It'll annoy the shit out of me. My whole toe being out. I couldn't understand how he didn't get it. How he didn't feel it. How That would annoy me. That, I would never be able to live like that. No, but I you just, know, especially I, that I knew that he had a whole sock of drawer. I mean, a, a whole drawer of socks at his house. It's I know. Unacceptable. I know. Unacceptable. <laughs> I know. I don't think I've ever even had a pair of socks with a hole in it. Honestly, the clothes that I do have every once in a while, I'll get a hole and it's usually because of the cats. They'll like accidentally, you know, when they like cling to you and they don't let go, yeah. they'll, they'll cling yeah. and then they won't let go. And then there's like a little tiny hole and it just ends up spreading. And I'm like, great. Now I need to get rid of these pants because <laughs> it's spread no. to a, become a giant hole. But most socks, of my socks, never. My, most of my socks don't make it to that level where I need mm -hmm. where I get holes in them because either they disappear mm. which i don't know where they end up because yeah. you never know they yeah. I, they just disappear i don't know if they're sock elves i'm really not sure because i will put two socks in the in the uh, washer and one will come out and i'm like yeah. where is it no i'll tell you what happens where did it go they get if you ever wash socks with other clothes sometimes they'll just hide in the other clothes so like let's say you wear a sweatshirt that you don't usually wear there could be a sock hiding on the inside in the sleeve Insane. and Insane. you won't know until you wear that sweatshirt again it's insane. That, that's happened to me before. I told you we have a where socks go to die collection. Yeah. In our laundry room, there's like a little shelf and there's literally a box there where socks go to die. Just they throw, have them out. throw them out. If they no, because we we think the mates will be found. They're never found. They're never found. I do the same thing. I'll set I'll set them aside. First of all, I would like to say this never happens with my socks. It only happens with Rob's. So I don't know why. No, it happens with all our socks. From it, Mine <laughs> always have a mate. And literally one of my goals was to find all of the mates for Rob's socks. And I haven't been able to do it. But I'll, I will set them aside for a couple of laundry rounds just to see if they'll show up in like the next, maybe I forgot it in the dryer or something like that. And if at that point it's still missing, then I just throw it out. He doesn't know. He has 12,000 pairs of socks. He'll never know. <laughs> Box has in permanent marker. It says sad socks. Sit. So, so Get rid of it, bro. Order. Order. <laughs> oh, trash. Trash socks. <laughs> trash socks i mean i guess they'll get thrown away at the end of the year if they're not found the end of the year okay but they make it that long but they're just sad in a box they're yeah. like wear me please 
Actually, what you can do, I did start putting them aside for this reason. You can use them as toys for the dogs. You put like a ball in there or I used to put treats in there and then tie it into these uh, intricate knots. And they spend a while trying to get the treats out. And it keeps, them, it keeps them really busy and it's actually good stimulation for their brains and it tires them out. So it's, even, it, it's, it's good on rainy days. For the socks. It is sad the socks, for the socks. The socks like fine. I, I don't get to be worn, but I'm going to get tortured. Yeah, I mean, it's an inanimate object. It's a I know. it's a, a sock without its mate. I know, um, <laughs> but I I, per, I personify inanimate objects all the yeah, time. Everything do. gets personified in my house. You do so, like, yeah, a hundred percent. I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, don't don't do that to that stuffed animal. He doesn't belong there, and he's mm. not a he because it's not real. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the times, he won't belong there, and then he'll get you know eaten by my dog i mean a stuffed um, animal at least i get because it has a face a no. sock is a sock oh it does have a I face mean- <laughs> it's true, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. all right well i just realized we need a word of the day and we yeah. don't have one yeah me too i just looked at the screen and i was like oh shit it says words you <laughs> All right, you guys, you guys are coming on this journey with us right now. I'm going to go to Webster and see what the word of the day is. Here we go. It is. You ready? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh my I god. Know. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> buying time. All right. It's oh, okay. I don't even know how to say this. Catterwall. 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 Okay. Catterwall. Uh, it's a verb, and it's spelled C-A-T-E-R-W-A-U-L. Uh, it's catterwall. What it means. Uh. To caterwaul is to make a very loud and unpleasant sound. Mm. Caterwaul can also mean to protest or complain noisily. I like it. All right. The example they give is the woods were quiet until the sound of a chainsaw caterwauling in the distance broke the calm. Ooh, mm. interesting. So it's it's a verb? It's a verb. Okay. All right. Mm. And I'm sending you the, the trivia. trivia. But uh, while you're waiting for it to come, let's come up with some sentences for caterwaul. Yeah. So... In the X, all of the characters, I imagine, were just caterwauling all day long because they were all very annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, yeah. Uh, They were really annoying. Very loud and unpleasant sounds. I don't know. I feel like Anna is the definition of a caterwaul. (laughs) I just feel like she's noisy and annoying, even though she seems so nice. I'm so confused. Oh, oh, oh. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Sorry about that. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, did you know about the word caterwaul? Though the most familiar sense of caterwaul means to protest or complain loudly, it's not specific to our feline friends. We still think it's the cat's meow and not without good reason. I don't know what any of that just meant, but I don't know. Caterwaul first appeared in English in the 1300s as a verb applied to the wailing sounds made by cats. Oh, that makes sense. That's why it's caterwaul. All right. When they're on the prowl for a mate, the word comes from the Middle English word caterwawin. (laughs) Caterwawin? Caterwawin? I guess. I don't know. But its origins beyond that are obscure. The catter part is thought to be connected to the cat. Thank you for that one. Mm. But scholars disagree (laughs) about whether it traces to the Middle Dutch word catter, cater, Cater. meaning tomcat, (laughs) or if it is merely cat with an ER added. Wawin is probably (laughs) imitative in origin, approximating one of the domestic kitty's many vocalizations. By the 1600s, caterwaul was also being used for similar non-cat sounds, sorry, non-cat noises, and later as a noun referring to noisy people or things. This word is hilarious because they were basically just like, it's the sound a cat makes. So, you know, cat, wow! Oh my God, caterwaul! That's that's they were like, you know, the sound they make, and we'll just make that the word. (laughs) Pretty amazing. That's that's pretty funny. (laughs) Also, I like that it says now it's a noun. Later on, it could be a noun referring to noisy people or things. Yeah. So if somebody's screaming around you or somebody's being loud, be like, excuse me, can we not caterwall at this time? Okay, I need silence. Yeah. (laughs) You're you're really being a caterwall in this restaurant. (laughs) guys you're catawalling and i need it to stop (laughs) i'm gonna be saying this we need to break that out at the next family event when somebody's getting too loud like can you quit your catawalling (laughs) oh (laughs) quit your catawalling let's eat (laughs) all right so there you have it catawall use it today 
Yes. But don't be loud and noisy about it or you're going to catawall yourself. All right, I'm done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, as you know, we read The X this week by Frida McFadden. And that is the story of Cassie, a young woman who thinks she has found the man of her dreams. However, his ex-girlfriend may have been a more perfect older version of Cassie, but she has nothing to worry about because she's out of the picture now. Or is she? Or is she? <laughs> and that's basically what this book is about. <laughs> In a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's not what you think. Yeah. The X is written by Freddie McFads or Frida McFadden, a best-selling author of more than 20 novels. You've heard of her before. We did The Housemaid, which was kind of better, in my opinion, which have been translated, her books, in over 30 languages. McFadden wrote her first novel at age 11 and primarily writes psychological thrillers. However, she also has published several medical humor novels, is originally from New York City, and subsequently is, quote, very particular about her bagels and her pizza, which is definitely something we could relate to. She is practicing physician with a specialization in brain injury and currently lives with her family and black cat in a centuries old three-story home overlooking the ocean that feels like it's right out of a horror movie. Wait a second. I didn't know she was a practicing physician. I thought that she denied that she was when people thought she was. No. So there was a rumor that she was a brain surgeon. And oh, she, okay. yeah, she had to clarify that she's not that a surgeon. Sense. She's just a physician that specializes in brain injury. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Also, she has a so super cool. dark side because she has a lot of dark shit in her books. Yeah. She's got a weird she- brain. I got a good, good, good brain. I think you've got a fine brain, Jack. <laughs> kind of like her for that. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what was this book about? Well, we kind of just told you. But basically, you follow in the point of view of two women. One is currently dating someone named Joel. Her name is Cassie. And the other was previously dating Joel. And you assume that it might be Francesca, who was Mm -hmm. his Mm -hmm. ex-girlfriend. But obviously, with Frida McFadden, there's going to be some twists. There's going to be some turns. And there's going to be some times where you're like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. And that happened to both of us. (laughs) Yeah. So... Without, we don't want to give away any spoilers. No, obviously this is the non-spoiler section. My overall thoughts were that I hated this book up until the initial twist. I liked the twist. I didn't see it coming. I don't think I ever would have guessed the twist. And at that point, I liked it a little bit more. It just made the story more fun. But I did like the alternating perspectives. So we had the ex and then we had the new girl. And you're reading and you're trying to figure out what's going on. There's obviously this... Uh, thriller aspect so there's bad things that are happening you're trying to figure out who's doing it why they're doing it and I didn't particularly care about any of the characters I'm not gonna lie I thought they were very two-dimensional I don't think there was really any significant character development or anything like that but I still was kind of like all right I want to know what happens I you know it kept me wanting to know yeah and I did like that she had different writing perspectives so when we were with the ex it was first person when we were with the new girl it was third person i liked that i know i was looking at the reviews earlier because i was preparing for thursday's episode and apparently this is something that a lot of people didn't like i actually really liked like that yeah i really liked it and i think that it made sense for this novel and it needed to be structured this way in order for the twist to make sense at the end. Yes. So. Yes. It made a lot more sense because at first I was yeah. like, why is this like this? Yeah. Uh, and then later on, when you find out one of the twists, you were like, oh, that makes sense. Why? Okay, yeah. That's interesting. So I I, uh, I liked that. Yeah. 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 I liked that, too. And I got to say, I mean, if you've read Frida McFadden before or if you haven't, it, it, there's one thing you can't say and you can't say that her books are not engaging and entertaining you can't say that you're not in, engulfed and engrossed in her her stuff i mean she really mm-hmm. she really keeps your interest she's a good writer with that mm-hmm. she really knows how to keep you moving through the pages and want more and i yeah. do like that in a thriller i do like that in a thriller writer mm-hmm. uh so i will continue to read more from her i do like her her books they're very quick reads when i'm just not in the mood for something or i want to try to get out of a book slump they're very helpful in that area um this one wasn't my favorite i still like house made the best mm-hmm. from well the ones i read of hers but i if you are looking for like a fun read and something that you can't predict then i would say that you'd probably like this one yeah 
I'm I'm not really a fan of Frida McFadden. I'm not going to lie. She does good twists, but I like my thrillers. You don't really like the thrillers as much. I just feel like she's all plot and there's nothing else to it. And I feel like everything in the book is just so that she can get to this big twist. And that's mm-hmm. how I felt the housemaid was. I felt this was the same. I did like the pacing of the housemaid better than this one. I yeah. do think she should have gotten to the twist sooner in this book because especially towards the middle, it was starting to really drag with me. I found Cassie's perspective. This is the new girl. Very yeah. frustrating. And I hated them both. I did. I, I hated all of the characters in this book, but she in particular was getting very whiny to me. And I was just like, mm-hmm. all right, I need I need something to happen at this point. I'm just getting bored and annoyed. And then when the, the twist oh, it hit, hit you like a brick. Yeah, like a and, brick. And then it made I the had to book go back more and fun. Re- yeah, I had to go back and reread stuff because I was like, wait a second, is this right? Does yeah. this make sense? And yeah. it did. I was like, wow, that's crazy. But yeah, I I don't know if I would recommend this book. I guess if this is the kind of book that you enjoy, if you're a Frida McFadden fan, if you like fast paced books with twisty plots and things like that, then yeah, I'd recommend this to you, I guess. It was all right. I think yeah. I would give it a three. Yeah, um, I'll give it a three as well. And I, I would say this. If you're somebody who always predicts things and you like that mm-hmm. you, when you like those moments when you can't predict something or you it doesn't go the way you thought it would. I like things like that. I like to be proven wrong about yeah. stuff like that because uh, I feel like I always predict things and it's, yeah. it's refreshing when I can't. And that's something that I would say I maybe I would recommend to you this book because me and Alex both didn't see this coming. No, one of the one of the twists was so ridiculous that I was and it made sense in the end, but it was so it was so out of reach that you would never even imagine it. Put it that way. I never would have guessed that this I had my theories and then this this happened. And I was like, yeah, never would have never would have guessed no. that. <laughs> so no. And yeah. I will say that's a talent because she, she would she's good, too, at like kind of misdirecting you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she's she knows good at she, like maybe she knows what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. she knows what she's doing. It's got to be the brain injury thing. She tries to treat us like we have brain injuries yeah. <laughs> to try to make us seem like go this way, not this way. Go here. And I'm like, all right, I'm going here. And then she's like, oh, haha, you were supposed to go there. <laughs> like, Actually, I think I think her being a physician with a specialization in brain injury is telling because mm. you can tell she understands how the human brain works. She knows what assumptions yes. you're going to make as you're reading. And then she, I think, enjoys taking those assumptions and just flipping them on their head and saying, ha ha, you, you know, don't, don't just take this at face value because it's never going to be what it seems in a Frida McFadden novel. And it certainly wasn't in this one. And I, I have heard that pretty much all of her books are, are twisty like that. So and I think that she does have a really good understanding of how the human brain works. And that's why she's so effective at this. Yeah, she's she's good at what she does. Yeah, I she definitely is. I mean, you know, she's she's a different writer than, you know, let's say like Margaret Atwood or something like that. If you're looking yeah. for somebody who's going to have beautiful prose and, you know, well-developed characters and all that, this is not the book for you. <laughs> No, uh, but it's a fun read and it's it's equivalent to and I say this all the time, but the thriller books like this are kind of equivalent to, you know, a Keanu Reeves movie, which are fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, it's no literary accomplishment or anything like that, but it's overall kind of fun. You know, it's funny because <laughs> I think I ended up rating it the same. Maybe I gave it I, I might have given Housemaid a 3.5. I can't remember. I, I did. So. I did like Housemaid more than I liked this. And honestly, if it hadn't been for the twist at the end, this would have been a much lower rating for me. It might have been like a 1.5 or a 2. But the, once that twist hit, I just enjoyed it more because it made the book more fun. Yeah. It made the reading experience more fun yeah. is what I'll say. Because the whole time you are, you're trying to guess like, how's she going to get me? What's it going to be? What? What? How could this possibly change my perspective, etc. And yeah, like I said earlier, yeah. I never would have guessed this. So yeah, it just made it more fun. That's one thing about Frida, too, because I feel like uh, she she makes me second guess myself. Mm-hmm. I don't trust anyone ever. Yeah. I'm like reading her books and I'm not trusting anyone and I'm thinking the craziest things and then I'm always wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I like that. I like to be wrong when I'm trying to predict things. So, yeah, uh, I like a surprise here and there. So I applaud her for that. Definitely. It, it's not an easy thing to do. And I think she yeah. does it really well. 
Yeah. If if she was the if a roller coaster, if she if she could be compared to a roller coaster for a writer, that would fit her well. She yeah. writes as as a roller coaster. You don't know what to expect, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. fun. We it's like roller coasters. Like, yeah, it's like if you're on a roller coaster and you feel like you can see the track the whole time and then out of nowhere it just drops and you didn't just see drops it. onto a track from below on <laughs> yeah. below that you had no idea existed. Also, that yeah. sounds fun. Yeah, it does sound fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into the spoilers. I yeah, mean, let's let's go to the spoilers because I mean that's really yeah. the meat of the discussion with this book. Exactly. I think. <laughs> if you want to know, keep listening. If you don't want to know, get out of here, bro. Uh, <laughs> go read the book. It'll probably take you five minutes to read it. It's a quick read. Yeah. Uh, and then come back to us. Otherwise, you know the deal. If you're staying and listening to the spoilers, that means that. Either you read it already or you don't want to read it and you just want us to read it for you and let you know what goes on. So here we yeah. go. All right. Alert. Spoiler alert. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome right. back. If you're here, you know that you're expecting spoilers and there's That's not right. much more we can do to to make you aware that there's spoilers happening now. So exactly. <laughs> I mean, don't blame us if you're yes. still here. All right. If you're not paying attention because you were doing something else. Hello. Spoilers. All right. All right. We can't make it more clear. Yeah. So let's just talk about the characters real quick. So we have Joel. Right. Is he's pretty pretty much the uh, the the main dish. This is the <laughs> this man. Is side dishes, and he's the main dish. Yeah. This is the man that has made the ex uh, crazy. Apparently, he breaks up allegedly with her after dating for several years, and she ends up stalking him because there's an app on his phone where she can track his location. He starts dating someone new. This is Cassie. She's, I think, about 10 years younger than him. And yeah, so now the ex is stalking Cassie and threatening her and doing all this crazy stuff. And the majority of the book is just this one person who feels vexed. She uh, what's the word? I, not jaded, but she she feels that she's been wronged by Joel. She feels and cheated because now she's older and she feels like she wasted time with him, you know, that she could have been having children. And basically she's having a kid and she's told she can't have more or something like that. Right. Along those lines. Well, no, she's at that time, she's not pregnant or anything like that. She's just upset because she did yeah. spend uh, many years with him. She thought that she was going to marry him. She right. thought that which, she was going to have which kids was with her, him. her own fault because you know, if you aren't getting what you want out of a relationship, get out of it. I don't blame Joel for that. I blame her. No, get out of it. It is funny, though, because in the prologue, when the book opens up, they're going to dinner. She thinks he's going to propose and he's breaking up with her. It was very legally blonde. Tis the season. It, it was very similar to all of that. And I mean, I understand feeling upset. You spent a, a lot of time with this person. You thought that you were both happy. He it doesn't seem like Joel really ever expressed to her that he wasn't happy or that he didn't see a future with her. He was just kind of dragging her along until he wanted to go find something better. In this case, somebody younger and brighter. You know, uh, I didn't like that. I hated Joel. I thought that he was the most boring character alive, oh potentially. I, I didn't understand I, what any of these women saw. In I said this to Alex earlier. I was like, these people are these women are fighting over the most bland man. Yeah. Like, think and, of like a no mashed sense. potatoes or a salad that you've had that had like no flavor, like some kind mm -hmm. of macaroni salad that had no salt. <laughs> or pepper okay like the most bland thing that you could imagine that's this man <laughs> i mean i think I other think than being him... described as hot and a doctor he has nothing else i feel like and you're giving a, him too much credit. he's a dumb doctor <laughs> he was a dumb he was dumb he wasn't even smart and he was cringe as hell i he don't was know cringe he, he was, was cringe he was super cringe also he he seemed like kind of an asshole so as he's dating Cassie, he's bringing her around his new friends. And there's this one character, Lydia, who is a total bitch to Cassie, straight up says to Cassie's face, oh, I liked his ex better. You're not oh, Fran. Yeah, I forgot you're, about that. You're not Francesca. All this stuff, just really being a, a terrible person. And Joel just allows it to happen. And I'm yeah, sorry. He had no spine. No spine. He didn't say a thing. I was like, if I was dating somebody and he introduced me to his friends and that was the first thing this person said to me and he just stood there. I would have been like, cool, well, you can go back to Francesca then because I'm out. You know what I mean? Like, who's going to tolerate that? Which brings me to Cassie, who was another boring ass character who mm -hmm. had no spine. <laughs> right. She thinks this is the man for her forever. Yeah. You know, like you met him five minutes ago. Like, calm down. Uh, what? Because he's hot. Cause yeah. He's hot. 
That that basically was the whole thing. This man was hot. That's all we all we learned. Cassie, yeah, Cassie suffered from the not like other girls trope, the Bella Swan trope, where at the beginning of the novel, we have her friend who is outgoing and sassy and likes makeup and Cassie is meek and doesn't like to wear makeup and doesn't like to date. And she's, you know, very, she's very mousy. And then hot, hot doctor walks in. And suddenly she's like, hi, you're looking for a book. And then they're in love two chapters later. Can we just talk about the bookstore for a second? How annoying. Okay. She has a bookstore that has all these books, but she only sells medical books. No. And it takes. It's the opposite. She, they sell regular books. She likes to try to sell old books, but the only people. The only ones that come in are medical people or medical students. students Yeah. That buy the books. That's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. Um, But thank you for clarifying. So it makes more sense. But, but at the end, it takes her the whole damn book. At the end, finally, she's like, I'm going to sell medical books. I know. I was like, come, who cares? It doesn't, I, I had a whole time. I had a problem with that know. too. Uh, that because, annoyed me. Well, the problem was that it's not like she her bookstore. Me. Yeah, she was terrible. But it's not like her bookstore was successful. Nobody was buying books. Like Jess said, the only people that were coming into the store were medical students. And they were like, hey, do you have this right. medical book? And she was like, no, we right. don't sell so those. Just, and meanwhile, she's about to lose her business. And then at the end, sell she's- medical books. And then finally it clicks. Yeah. At the end, she's finally like, I guess maybe I should start selling medical books. And it's like, you think, Cassie, these are all just the dumbest characters in the face on the face of the earth. They were so <laughs> dumb. Think, Cassie. Although we do applaud Cassie for um, he does propose to her, Joel, and she's like, go to hell. I mean, she doesn't say that, but she's basically she's she straight up says no. And what's interesting, me and Alex talked about this earlier, and I just want to mention it real quick, is that had Alex and I read this differently, if she read the audio, allegedly, because I've seen this online, if she read the audio, let's say, and I I, I, uh, or rather listen to the audio and I read the book, we would have had different endings Mm, because the the audio is allegedly... um, and I'm saying allegedly because this is what I read online. You don't trust everything you read online. It's just a case. True. But basically it, t- it said that there's an alternate ending on the audio where she says yes. So we would have been conflicting here where she would have been like, bitch, you weren't paying attention. She said yes. And I we, like, no, she didn't. We definitely would have cousin conflict. We would have been like, this person didn't even read the book. They don't I, even I know what they're so talking mad. about. I would have been like, what are you talking yeah. about? And then we both would have been right, which is hilarious. But I think that's messed up. Honestly, if you're going to have an audio book, you can't have a different ending. No, it's you, weird. You, you can't have a, a different ending to a book in a different format. I don't understand yeah. the point of yeah, it. Because mo- most people will not look that up and know that. Yeah. I don't know. I just have issues with that. But I just wanted to note that. So in case you do decide you want to read this. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe don't listen to it. I don't know. Or maybe. I know. maybe I don't know. Now I kind of want to listen to the end and see how different it is. Yeah. I, I want to know what the other dis- dissimilarities are. I don't know. Did it say anything when you looked it up? If there were any other differences? Maybe it did. That that was the only one I remember. Okay. All right. Uh, And I was just like, oh, well, that's a big difference. That is a big difference. Well, I I was telling Jess, too. It's funny because I I do listen to most of the books that I read because it's just easier. And that's when I have the time is like during the day and stuff when I can't sit down and read. So I listen to a lot of the books, but this one was available on Kindle Unlimited. So I didn't have to, I was like, oh, well, I don't have to buy it or anything like that or use a credit. Yeah. So I, I read it on the Kindle Unlimited and then she told me that. And I was like, that's hilarious because typically I would have listened to the audio probably, especially a book like this, that would be fast and I'm not super invested in it. I, yeah. I probably would have chosen the audio if it was available. So I just think that's so funny because we definitely would have been fighting with each other. Like, you don't even know what you're talking about. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of us would have been like, that idiot said yes. I, I know. know. She didn't. You weren't paying attention. I will show you the page. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, but anyway, going back, going back to the storyline. So the whole time, like I said earlier, you have two point of views. You are hearing from Cassie um, and then you're hearing from who you assume is Francesca. Mm-hmm. But uh, but twist number one is you wrong because it's not Francesca. It's fucking Anna. Yeah. And I have to say F there because who the hell thought it would be her? OK, no, n- never. She's just Lydia's random friend who's married and she's nice. And she's pregnant. Think she's gonna, and she's pregnant and she's married. Yeah. Like, so why do you care? They, well, Get over it. She is, So there's there's a couple of things here that we learn. So one, we learn that Francesca's dead. She's yeah. just straight up dead. 
Straight um, up dead. He didn't lie about and, that, Joel. He was no. He was honest about that. And at first, I was like, okay, so we're on two different timelines, which we were on two different timelines. But then we find out that she supposedly committed suicide the night that he broke up with her. Allegedly. Allegedly. And so you're like, okay, so if she committed suicide the night that he broke up with her, the then, it, was this? then it couldn't have been her stalking Cassie. And it turns out it was fucking Anna. And I definitely did not see that coming. I was like, what the actual fuck? But it was two different timelines. So the Anna chapters were a flashback to like a year ago. And the Cassie chapters were supposed to be present. So by the time we're actually at the Cassie chapters, she, Anna, has now met someone new, Dean, who thinks she looks like Sophia Loren. it's oh how annoying and she's married and she has she's having a baby she's pregnant but cassie is still being stalked which brings us then to the next twist at some points though i have to say it's very confusing you know i had to go back and reread some things because i was just like i don't know if i'm just tired and this isn't Mm -hmm. clicking for me um but once you realize that twist and you're like wait a second so this isn't francesca this is anna and that means that cassie's not cassie she's talking about francesca yes and i was like wait what (laughs) Yes. So So you think it's Francesca talking, but it's not. And she's talking about Francesca. It's confusing a little bit. It is. You think that the X, the chapters that are labeled the X are Francesca, but it turns out it's not Francesca. It's Anna stalking Francesca. Right. Yeah. Right. How crazy. Yeah. How crazy. So, you know, Cassie's also being stalked. Yeah. But now Cassie's also being stalked and you're like, God damn it, Anna, what the fuck? Get over it. But then it turns out it's not Anna stalking Cassie. No, it's, it's a bitch friend. It's fucking Lydia. Lydia. <laughs> it's just, just so stupid. I can't so, stand Lydia. <laughs> this this Lydia is the friend that I mentioned earlier who was like, you're not Francesca. Oh. I, I don't like you. Francesca was so much better. Wait, and, and, and psychotic. <laughs> you remember how Alex said that um Anna put a tracking device on Joel's phone. Mm, she put it on her own friend Lydia's phone too. And that's how she knew. Okay. I, I, I missed that. I, yeah. I totally missed that. She put that. the tracking device on Lydia's phone too. Like Anna, you're a psycho. Yeah. Psycho. Anna, Anna is psychotic. So anyway, well, so we find out it's actually Lydia. So Lydia is upset because she was best friends with Francesca. She thinks that Francesca committed suicide because she was so upset that Joel broke up with her. Meanwhile, just FYI, Francesca didn't give a shit. Francesca was just, (laughs) Francesca was like, he'll be back to me. I don't care. I like, why would he pass this up? She was this gorgeous Italian woman, a famous, successful chef. They were both Italian. They were all Italian, all the girls. He has a, he has a type. Yeah, apparently yes, they all does. look they all looked alike, which is also yes. very creepy. And that tricked me too, because I, I know that Frida McFads us yeah. all the time. And I was prepared. <laughs> yeah. Um, or I thought I was. And when I started reading it, I told Alex, I was like, these bitches are the same person. <laughs> she was like, just keep reading it. I was yeah. like, they're the same. It has to be. She was like, yeah. no, just keep reading it. And I was like, oh, they no, are. Jess was trying to get me to to tell her what the twist was, I think. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wasn't. I just oh. wanted to know if that was right. That was my prediction. I thought it was going to end up that this was one crazy bitch instead of two. And it turned out that it was four. Yeah, (laughs) it was so insane. And then we get another twist at the very end where we find out that Francesca didn't commit suicide. Instead, Anna killed her because Mm. and we find out that Francesca was pregnant. So we find out all this crazy shit, just one after the other, just all these plot twists. It was very convoluted. This book was very convoluted. Yes, she poisoned that bitch. And she tried she to, um, to... Yeah, she tried uh, to frame Joel. She, she tried to frame, that's the word. I was like, she yeah. was trying to frame Joel. She was she, nuts. nuts. She was crazy bitch. This bitch was so upset that Joel broke up with her that she went and killed his new girlfriend who was pregnant with their child and tried to frame him for her murder to send him to jail for the rest of his life. Oh, Dude, get over talk- it and move on. Well, I thought it was funny because she... At at the time that Cassie is dating Joel, Joel is friends with Anna and we don't know that he used to date her and neither does Cassie. So Cassie ends up finding out that Anna dated Joel and she knows that Anna has a necklace in her apartment in a drawer or something like that that belonged to Francesca. And it kind of ends with her being like, that's kind of odd. That's kind of weird. And it's like, yeah, it is. Maybe you should say something. But also... See something, it, say something. She goes from straight up stalking Francesca and to the point where Joel has to intervene and be like, leave us alone. You know, you're crazy. Stop doing this. To them then being friends because she finally decides to move on. She ends up dating this guy named Dean slash Khan 
I don't remember oh, what yeah, his real was name so was. Confusing. Yeah. Yeah. I asked Alex because I was like half in and out of sleep at one point, and I was wondering because um, I think I might have skipped a few pages or something. You know that happens when you fall asleep with the Kindle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't understand. And then it was like, yeah, Khan is Dean, and uh, Dean is Khan, and I was yeah. like, Wait, what? I don't remember I was what so his confused by that. what his real name is, but he goes by Dean to the people Isn't that are close to him. Honestly, I don't remember. I don't know because I was so frustrated. I was like, this is so stupid. I think it was Constantine, but, but I they, could be wrong. They call him Con. So the whole time that we're seeing everything from Cassie's perspective, she's meeting Joel's friends and she's like, Oh, Anna's so nice. And her husband Con, they're so good together. They're so in love. It's so adorable. And then in the X chapters, while we still think it's Francesca, she meets this guy guy named Dean who's like hey Sophia Loren he's like oh you look like Sophia and it turns out that it was Dean all along yeah Yeah. it was Dean who is Khan and it was Anna not Francesca it was just a lot of reframing how you understood the book once you got to this point so I'd say about 75% in you have to kind of take a step back and start re considering every every yeah everything you've already read so i kind of liked that i think that this is something that is not for for everyone i think that this is going to be really confusing and really convoluted for some people that just are like this is too much and it is too much it's highly unrealistic it's oh it's over the top for sure it's way over the top but it was fun. So that's why yeah. I, I kind of liked it because it was just funny. You kind of just don't take it too seriously. Yeah, do not take that's it That's how I feel about it. <laughs> I mean, in real life, Anna would have got punched in the throat. Let's be real. Anna should have been arrested, honestly. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> for, the stalking, for the stalking alone. Actually, but yes, obviously for the murder people. as well. She she murdered Francesca, who was pregnant. So and she the murdered baby. two people. Yeah. And she knew she was pregnant also. Oh, yeah. And I know that, I don't know if she was the one that insinuated this, but that Francesca seduced Joel to have a baby. Yeah, she or thinks is that's that, just her in her minds, I think. I think that was just her speculating, but yeah. she thinks that she kind of baby trapped him. And that's why she wasn't really worried about the fact that he broke up with her because she was like, he'll be back. And because she has a baby, she's pregnant. Right. Even though Joel um, also makes mention that he always planned on getting back with Francesca, but that they had just taken a break because he was frustrated or something like that about something that happened. He mentions to Cassie and he he says that he was still upset about her death and you know cassie's the first girl he he dated since moving on from her but you know after reading after reading the twists some things did make more sense because there was a scene earlier in the book when joel first meets cassie and he brings her to a restaurant and he runs into a friend there that he he's known for a while and his friend is like oh i'm finally getting to meet francesca i've heard so much about you blah 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 and i was sitting there like thinking that the ex was still francesca and i was like how is it possible that he's dated this girl for so long like it's been like seven or nine years something like that and his friend doesn't even know what she looks like, has never met her before. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. And that bothered me. But then when we got the twist, I was like, well, now it makes sense because it wasn't Francesca that he dated right. for that long. It was Anna. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of things didn't make sense. And you were like, this is inaccurate. This couldn't be like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then later on, it all makes sense. Yeah. A lot of things that didn't make sense and made you hate it made sense after a while. And then you were like, oh, well, OK, well, now I can't hate that because yeah. it makes sense. I will say I did hate the Lydia twist. I did kind of predict this because after you find out the the twist about Anna and Francesca, et cetera, who else the fuck is it going to be? Because there's nobody else in the book. So Lydia is annoying as shit because it's like, oh, you were mean to my friend. So I'm going to be mean to your girlfriend. And that's it, it so makes, like pathetic. Grow up. It makes no sense, bro. Grow so, up. But then again, it makes sense that she's friends with Anna because they're both crazy. Yeah. But she straight up is stalking Cassie because she blames Joel for she still thinks that Francesca committed suicide. Everybody thinks that. So she's like, this asshole is the reason that my best friend is dead. So now that he's dating some new girl, I'm just going to stalk the shit out of her. And she tries to kill her, too. She also becomes... (laughs) She also becomes a a killer as well, or an, at least an attempted killer. She tries to fucking kill Cassie. And I was like, what is oh, going yeah. on in this book? Psychos. But- Psychos. I know. Everyone's, cr- listen, every, I have to say this, every woman except Cassie is a psycho. 
in this yeah. book. And Cassie was just boring and mousy. She's not a strong character, in my opinion. Although I, yeah. I agree, I was proud that she she didn't go with Joel, of, uh, you know, in the end. But but isn't it interesting that the other ones that were psychotic, they didn't get the proposal, but the mm. mousy, tame, you know, tameable one did. Of course. Of course. Very interesting. That's how it always is in books yeah. like this. Also, it's, you almost just killed me when I just read Joel, one. boring idiot. <laughs> He is a boring idiot. That sums him up really well. Uh, she also has Lydia, bitch, and psycho. <laughs> Dean, I don't know. I was like, Dean, like, was another just planned. The only thing I remember about Dean was that he was also named Khan, and he called uh, Anna Sophia Loren. That's the only yeah. thing I remember about Dean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it was, the more I think about it, the more fun it is. I think yeah. this would make a fun movie to watch. This would be as long as they made it in a way where it's not taking itself seriously and they oh, made yeah. it kind of funny and campy. I think it would be very fun. Happy death day. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think done the right way. This would be a fantastic, fun movie. Definitely. Without a doubt. If it had I, like the humor of like Mean Girls and shit yeah. like that, like something where it's like making fun of itself. Yeah. I feel like all of Frida's, but I, I kind of feel like Frida herself is kind of like, how how crazy can I make this? Like I think she does I'm, it on purpose. You know? I'm surprised that she doesn't have movie deals or show deals or anything like that. Already. That's kind of surprising. Yeah, yeah. it could be these because be they're not realistic suspense thriller movies. Yeah, they but movies be. are never really uh, these True. type of movies are never realistic either. Yeah, like Speed, the guy gets his head chopped off on a train. I don't think so. <laughs> I love that, but <laughs> yeah, you're right because even the housemaid would be good Ooh. done correctly. Definitely, the housemaid would be awesome. Housemaid's yeah. still my favorite. That was my. I'm so glad I read that first of hers because it was a great intro read for for me for her. Yeah, I still think you would like Never Lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, D was. I mean, she definitely has twists that you can't predict, though. She does. Yeah. She's really good at twists. Yes. Yeah. I find Frida, Frida's not the kind of author or book that I'm ever really going to pick up just because I want to enjoy this type of book, but it is a good palate cleansing book. Yeah. So it is fun to get into a book like this in between my like fantasy reads and stuff like that. It's so, just to break it up. Yeah. Yep. So it is good for that. But she, I still, I liked The Housemaid better than this. I I didn't love The Housemaid by any means. I, I just... I did. <laughs> they just... I know. I just think these books are so crazy, but I, I think I have a new appreciation for Frida because I do think that she finds it kind of funny. I do think that she oh. does all of this intentionally just to be as wild as she possibly can. And I kind of like that. She definitely has fun with it. And um, she's definitely, because of the, the training with the brain, I think mm -hmm. that she... She literally manipulates the shit out of you and yeah. she loves it. I think it's yeah. a thrill. Yeah, I agree. I think that she knows what she's doing. Yeah, and she and does every to... time. I will say that every book that I've read of her so far, like I can't predict things yeah. will happen that I think I have it all figured out and then you just don't. Yeah, and even even if you do predict... She's manipulative. <laughs> yeah, even, even if you find yourself predicting one or two of the twists, there's still going to be another twist that you're not going to be able to predict. There's always going to be something that's going to take you by surprise. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I'm still... I still want to read The Housemaid, too, because I want to see what Millie's up yeah. to. Yeah. And I think uh, the, the third one comes out, I think, this June. So yeah, I love an anti-hero. So, especially mm -hmm. a woman anti-hero. I do love an anti-hero. Mm -hmm. But... All right. Well, yeah, if you could. Well, did you have anything else that you wanted to say about the book or I think we covered most of it? No, I think they <laughs> should all be put into a room and just throw away the K. <laughs> That's what I think. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, if you could sum up this book as a nail color, what would you sum it up as? I mean, a midnight blue because mm. stalkers stalk at night. And that's kind of okay. what, where I'm going with that. All right. I was thinking of this differently. I was I was going to say like a shocking orange, like a bright okay. neon orange. <laughs> All right. So how about a movie or a TV show? A movie or TV show? I don't know which one specifically, but I feel like it's going to be an old school, like really corny movie. Okay. Like one of, yeah. Like one of those. That's just like, I don't know why. That's just the vibe I'm getting right now. Mm, I got two. Uh, Fatal Attraction. Ooh, that's a and good one. And then sing, Single White Female, even yes. though that's 
only because of the Lydia stalking Cassie situation. Yeah. Also, and- the the that movie screwed my uh, like effed me up. Like yeah. the single white female that I will never have a roommate. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Pitch through a puppy out a window. All right. I know. Yeah, that movie, that one, and the hand that rocks the cradle. Those movies like disturb me. That. that movie, don't watch it because you're okay. pregnant. You'll freak out. Oh, okay. But it's oh right, that, she's a babysitter, and I wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah, she's a nanny. It's it's mm. messed up. All right, <laughs> how about a character <laughs> from a show or movie or a movie quote? Even if I wasn't pregnant, I'm sure it would screw me up. Probably, like probably, but yeah. I feel like it would hit home more right now for you. <laughs> Character from a show or movie or movie quote. Who's a psycho? Well, the bitch from Fatal Attractions is yeah. a psycho. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, he comes home one day from work and she's sitting there with his wife. I know. Crazy bitch. Right. I know. Also, um, I, love, I love Glenn Close, though. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. This one really doesn't make sense, honestly, but I'm going to say Chucky from Child's Play. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Lydia. For Lydia. <laughs> I just keep thinking that for some reason. I wish I knew this while I was reading it because I would pitch a Lydia as Chucky. I'm dying right now. That's amazing. I don't know why. I just keep thinking of it. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. All right. Hi to Chucky. <laughs> yeah. That's hysterical. How about a song? Every move you make, I'll be watching you. It's perfect. Perfect. I was thinking psycho killer by the talking heads yes yeah or um oh she's cute but a psycho yeah that song's good too i love her yeah and then um there's that other song too uh it's not as known but you remember natasha kills natalia kills oh natalia kills i'm sorry yeah that's okay remember her she had a song about being a stalker too and i really liked that song but i can't think of the name of it right now my phone's dead so i can't even look it up to tell you there's actually uh, why are there so many songs? But there's a song by Kesha too called "Hunt You Down." That's kind of yeah, like a lot of stalker yeah. songs. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of weird. And then the, and Natalia kills one. It's really creepy because she's like watching him, um, and she's like, "No matter where you go, I'm watching you." And it's oh like really God. creepy. And she's like sitting there watching him smoke cigarettes and all these like descriptive things. And I'm just like, "Leave him alone, bro. Get a life." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't. Maybe don't do that. Um, any of those songs would be perfect yeah is it is it mirrors Mm, no it's something maybe uh, watching you or something okay oh yeah watching you yeah that's the song Um, all right listen to it later it's cute i like that song a lot but it is stalky right stalky oh my god apparently she also has a song called kill my boyfriend so just all all the natalia kill songs (laughs) uh actually there you go another with scissor has that song too um that she's like killed my ex i just killed my oh ex. yeah <laughs> i love that song i like her Sizzle. yeah she has a great voice I oh like my her god too. well her songs are super catchy too she's really good yeah I like her i've been obsessed with her new one saturn i'm just obsessed oh i didn't with hear it yet i didn't oh. hear it but i will listen to it immediately as soon as we're done it's so good <laughs> all right all right so we're gonna mix up our categories this week so how about a fruit or vegetable Okay. Uh, well, this is going to, uh, any vegetable would apply to Joel. Cause he, <laughs> bland. It's just so bland. I'm going to say an unseasoned carrot. Yeah. I'm going to no, say, I don't oh. know. Carrots don't have to be seasoned. Do they? No, definitely an unseasoned carrot. Okay. I was going to say a piece of broccoli, but one that's like a little wilted. You're not, you're not sure if it's still good. You don't want to eat it. It kind of smells. Got dark edges. Yeah. Yeah. It's just starting to brown. No, you didn't wash it properly. There's still bugs in it. All right. Actually, that's more interesting than Joel. It is more interesting than Joel. Dad, rotting, rotting vegetables are more interesting than Joel. It's accurate. They are. Actually, no, he's, he's a piece of kale. There's nothing okay. more, there's nothing less interesting than a piece of freaking kale that's raw. not seasoned or anything yeah just it like has to have like kale. lemon on it so it's not bitter yeah. you know what i mean yeah all right that's it okay. we really went to town with that one we that did. was fun that was <laughs> <laughs> uh all right what's next the location yeah 
Uh, for me, I'm going to say like a dingy basement. Oh, I was going to say a dungeon. Okay. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Like a dungeon, like just stuck in a cell and you can't get out. Yeah. There's like some water dripping down the wall. <laughs> <laughs> rats, rats hanging out with you. Yeah. Eat, eating your food that you can't even eat it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your your multi broccoli. It's really depressing. <laughs> I know. Where there's just there's things carved into the wall that says like red was here and that's, <laughs> you're like oh okay i don't know how long we're stuck here but skeleton next to you that's yeah. just composing all right i'm done that's that's this book yeah all right how about a season winter it has to be cold as shit yeah, There's no, either that or or honestly, the complete opposite, a summer where it's just the hottest ever. And that's can't what escape. I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking just the heat, the height of summer where it's super humid and super hot and you walk outside and you're immediately sweating and Ugh. you can't breathe. You smell like sweat and you just want to take a shower immediately and you've only been <laughs> out for three minutes. Yeah, that's, that's the book. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then lastly, a car random. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say a PT cruiser. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if there's still a thing, but I'm going to say a PT cruiser is this book. This book is a flat flatbed. All right, with no car <laughs> on it. It's a flatbed truck with no cars on it. Okay. <laughs> and if there are cars, they're smashed to shit. <laughs> Oh man, I like these new categories. Me too. <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> uh, yeah, flatbed truck with no cars <laughs> or smash the shit cars that need desperate need of repair. Yeah, can you? These women needed repair. That's all. Yeah, and by that I mean put them in the psych ward. <laughs> Seriously, for real. All oh, right. Well, just to sum up, I think we both rated it three stars. Yep. We would both recommend it, I think, if this is the type of book you're into. If it's not the kind of book you're into, then I definitely recommend skipping it. I don't recommend it. But yeah, I didn't hate it. We didn't hate it by any means. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I love that we had uh, the same rating. We never it's very rare that we have the same exact rating. I like yeah. That. We were on the same page with this one. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Yes. <laughs> Lydia. Lydia Lee. Literally. <laughs> I can't, even, I can't even say it. <laughs> Lydia, Lydia Lee. Also, um, don't befriend a Lydia and or mm. an Anna for that matter. But don't, definitely don't befriend a Lydia. And I don't mean like, oh, but my name's Lydia and I'm a sweetheart. I don't mean you, doll. I mean, don't befriend the type of person that Lydia is. Also, don't be her. OK, because that nobody likes that person. I feel like Lydia would not have friends if she was a real person. She all these characters were such caricatures. They were not realistic. There's there is nobody in the world that acts the way that Lydia acts in this book. It was so unrealistic, but it was fun. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and next time you see a flatbed truck, just remember, think of the, the X. X. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's tell you what you're in for next week. <laughs> Next Tuesday, March 5th, we're going to kick off Women's History Month, and we're going to start off with Octavia Butler's historical sci-fi novel, Ooh. Kindred. Yeah, I'm really excited about Me that. Too. And then you can join us again this Thursday. It's going to be February 29th for another potty episode, and that'll be related to this week's novel, The X by Frida McFadden. Join us tomorrow on the 28th as we review The Frozen River by Ariel Lawhan, our book club and book of the month for February. And mark your calendars for our next book club and book of the month for March, which will air on March 27th. We'll be reviewing Ava Reed's young adult fantasy novel, A Study in Drowning, which we've put off a hundred times and are finally delivering to you yeah. guys. <laughs> As always, <laughs> we will also have on that, um, that episode some horoscopes for you all. So enjoy. Yeah. Happy reading. Yes, happy reading. Bye. We had a good conversation. <laughs> For everyone just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We'll be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, and we'll have a new book of the month on the last Wednesday of every month. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can reach us at she's all booked podcast at gmail.com. As always, all books we review will be available at our link in bio or by visiting linktr.ee slash she's all booked. 
We do make a small commission from any purchases you make using that link. So thank you to all who support us. And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. This chapter may be over, but the story goes on. So stick a bookmark in us. Ouch. And we'll see you in the next one.